Yo, what is up? Welcome to the Ambitious Podcast. My name is Dylan Price, and today's guest is one of the most electric and outgoing performers to ever grace American Idol. She is on her way to becoming a superstar in the music industry. Today's guest is Margie Mays. Margie, how are you doing? Woo! That was probably the nicest introduction I've ever gotten in my whole life. <laughs> Thank you so There's much. There's people walking through. <laughs> So first things first, I want to congratulate you on all your success up to this point. Oh, thank you so much. It has been absolutely crazy and such a whirlwind, but in all the best ways, seriously. <laughs> so what inspired you to go out for American Idol in the first place? Um, You know, that's a funny story. I actually have dreamed of doing that show since I was about 11 or 12 or maybe 10 when I... um watching Carrie Underwood win <laughs> and ever since then it, it's been in my brain like I need to be her I need to do that show um and but you know what I honestly never ha I never auditioned I never had the the courage I just like didn't think I was good enough um yeah and was sort of embarrassed by the dream for a really long time um because I just didn't have any family members in the arts at all so it was very new territory and um you know you grow up you do what your parents say mm -hmm. and so it was it was not in the picture at all I wasn't really allowed to do it and then crazily enough um so I I mean a quick like trajectory in my life kind of was that went to after high school I went to Stanford for my undergrad and I studied human biology which was great and well and I was a total nerd and um studied my butt off and then the day but I you know I'm at this school of amazing academics and I'm totally doing the thing and then all my friends have these amazing ambitions and they're getting great jobs and I quickly identified that I was on the outside and I was like gosh I want to go to music school I want to I really want to sing and I that was while I was at college I it was also the first time I started getting I joined an acapella group like the first week I went to school I started college and um I started getting feedback from other people being like okay you're a good singer outside of the confines of like Wilmington Delaware which is where I'm from which is a pretty small town um and it's not like an artsy town at all so anyway um I pulled my head out of the books and was like okay I can really sing so I started to get into it more and more and I started to be like I want to go to music school and so I got my diploma gave it to my parents and moved to LA and started music school the fall after I got my bachelor's degree and um so I did music school I studied vocal performance and still never had tried out I was like this is too big of a dream and I just when you go to music school it's kind of like people are too cool for school there and they're like oh I don't want I don't need a tv show to like start my career I'm just gonna do it on my own and so you just I was totally an outlier being like that would be amazing so I never verb, you know verbalize those dreams um and then to get to the point sorry I tell very long stories it's perfectly um, fine <laughs> is, is that about a year ago so in June of 2018 how it really came about was like kind of just serendipitously um I sent a recording of the Star Spangled Banner to my dad and was like he makes home videos and I was like hey you should put this in a home video because he likes to get things of me singing and he gave this to my mom for Christmas blah 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 and he texted me back and was in the, the following morning and was like you need to try out for American Idol 
And I was like, ha, 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 okay, dad. And he's like, no, seriously, you owe it to yourself. And I remember, like, feeling uncomfortable because I was like, shoot, like, my dad has never supported this. Um, we, like, maybe I should try out. But I was under the impression that nobody got on these shows. Honestly, I just didn't know how it worked. I did. I never knew anybody who's been on one of these shows. So... I just thought it was hopeless, um, hence why I hadn't really tried out alongside the idea of, like, not thinking I was good enough. And so, crazy enough, that same day, I hadn't, I didn't do anything. I just, haha, okay, I left, and I went about my day, and I walked out of a yoga class six hours later to a text message, a voicemail, and a missed call from somebody from American Idol. And they were like, hey, um... I'm, I'm looking for people for the show. Are you interested in auditioning? And I nearly like pooped my pants. I was like, this is too crazy. Um, and basically what had happened was, and of course I said yes. And then all else is history and you've all seen it. But um, basically seven months before I had done this random audition that I kind of got called for like a couple hours before. And it was for a show that um, didn't even exist at the time. And it was like my first audition thing ever outside of like anything outside of like high school productions, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, and I ended up spitting water all over those guys in that room. I was so nervous. And then of course they're laughing at me. And seven months later, one of these guys who was in the room that day, who was rolling on the floor being like, this girl just spit up water on us. (laughs) And, he remembered me and he was like, I, you're the first person I thought of for auditioning. And then I said, yes. And then I went in there and was my crazy weirdo self. And then they cast me kind of on the spot. And then I auditioned for Katie in that in November. So that's it. That's how it went. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's I talked too fine. much. <laughs> it's perfectly fine. Now, one thing that kind of set you apart immediately from the pack is your audition went viral. You went... Yep. <laughs> you, your outgoing self was immediately expressed through on TV, and everyone loved it, and you immediately were on everyone's radar as one of the most notable contestants. Yeah, um, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> how did that change um, everything, honestly? Well, it's funny because... I mean, it was crazy, my perception of my audition. I knew it was, it had gone well because, you know, I went in there and they were all laughing in real time. Because mind you, I did the audition in November and it got aired in March. So there's this time period where I'm doing the show, living it and have, you have no idea if you're a prominent person in the narrative of American Idol. Because you don't know what has happened in everybody else's auditions, right? Mm -hmm. And so... I lived it, and I knew it was funny, and they gave me really good feedback, like, musically or just, you know, as a person. So I knew it would go well, and I figured it would be aired, but I did not know that, like, my nervous, funny self is a hundred times that of most people (laughs) until I saw the TV show. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're a crazy person. But anyway, it was wild. I mean, I... I had like a regular Instagram following and then overnight I woke up and it was like 10,000 plus and then it just started growing and I had to turn off all notifications because I couldn't, like I couldn't have my normal life. It was like every, still to this day, every single second on my Instagram, there is notifications happening and it's like, I I used to, when I was a regular person, not that I'm not a regular person, you know what I mean, before the show, before Idol, it was like, 
I had my, you know, your friends comments on your picture. You have it pop up on your screen. And now it's like, I, it's a literal hazard to the world because I'm always driving because I live in LA and I cannot have those things on. I can't like, I'm like going to, you know, swerve off the road if it, anyway. So it changed kind of overnight just with like the public eye. It was insane. Um, but yeah, I just, it was funny and it was interesting to read the comments, which I personally don't do. I learned like right away from with the audition because it was polarizing, right? It was like it was super funny. Awesome. It yeah, was go ahead. easily Thank you. <laughs> an eye grabber on the show. Like you had all these singers come in and they weren't really themselves. They were just like, oh, I'm going to sing this song for you and you're going to like me and I'm kind of going to grab your attention that way. You grabbed your attention or their attention immediately when you walked in and the viewer's attention. And then with your voice, you put on a great performance. It was like two different things that grabbed attention. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, I knew if you, like, it was not premeditated, any of those things I do. That is just kind of my wacky self. And it, and I knew that I'm aware that it works kind of well for entertainment, like TV-like stuff. So I sort of, my mentality was like, I'm going to be super prepared. Obviously, I'm going to be super nervous. So I had sung those songs a billion times. And then I knew, so I knew, like, even if I'm nervous, it's still going to come out. And then... I can let my freak flag fly, which is what I did. And all that stuff was just like, I, Katy Perry, I owe it to her because that whole box over the head thing, I still, like, literally today I got pictures of people doing the box over their head, like little kids at their, like, Memorial Day weekend party. Um, and then I don't know these people. So it's so amazing. And I, she, her, our energies were so perfect together that I, I owe it to her because it also kind of her being reacting to me in that way and blah, 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 us purring at each other like that came from not just me. <laughs> One thing I did notice about that is kind of Lionel's like reluctance mm -hmm. to throw you to the wolves. How did that kind of feel for you in that sense? Um, wait, what do you mean by throw me to the wolves? Just like, like, he, I don't know if he thought maybe you were ready or not. I didn't understand why he was reluctant to have you on the show too in that sense. Right. Well, um, I'm thinking back to it. It was funny. Like, we were, I mean, mind you, like, that was a very short version of my audition. Like, I was in there for 20-something minutes, I would say. And so we had so much banter, and we talked for so long. And he just honestly was, they were laughing a lot, and so was I. And um, it's hard to describe it. I, so I sang a song and I sang Natural Woman by Aretha Franklin. That was my audition song, my first audition song for them. And nobody talked, which is great because I noticed, like, I'm aware that it's also a TV show. So some of the things they do, they like to make a little more dramatic. So it's like, okay, I come in all wild and goofy and then I sing and they don't say anything. And it's like, what's she going to do when they don't talk? And then finally, Lionel was like, so you understand that, like, what you did when you came in here is totally different than what you did when you sang for us. Because I sit, you know, I was saying this, like, composed song of, like, reverence to Aretha Franklin. And so, um, and I knew I would surprise them with that. And so he looked at me and he was like, you know what you, what you did is totally different. And I was like, I know. And... And then I go, I actually have another song that might match my energy. Do you want to hear it? And then so I sang the song that everyone heard, which is Shot by Lawrence. And um, then they finally talked. And Katie looks at me and is like, I, she, 
no one has spoken. So I knew it was the t- like they were going to give me feedback. And she looks at me and she goes, I think you're top 10. And I immediately start crying, which is what you saw. But that, that comment was edited out. <laughs> so I start crying. And then Luke Bryan looks at me and goes, I think you're top 10, too. And so I'm sobbing. Like, I go, what in the world is happening to me? Um, and so I knew at that point right then and there that I was going to go through to Hollywood. And so then it turned into, like, Lionel did put on this whole show and he was like, I think I need to go to a psych ward from what's been happening here. And, um, I don't know. I never, I kind of always took it as just sort of playful. And I knew he was trying to teach me a lesson and be like, listen, you know, you did this when you walked in, which was kind of my goal. Cause I knew that American Idol is the only show that lets you show off personality. And so I was like, I have to be Margie when I walk in the door, even though I want to sing something that's kind of different energy. And so I knew that there might be disconnect and Lionel, who's an amazing artist knew that he, he identified it. He was like, I want to see someone walk in like, you know, like Alejandro, for instance, cap his energy and his music are totally in one and the same and I was on a different end of that but um I was just trying to show all my cards as I could (laughs) and um anyway he was just like he looked at me and he said you my friend I am a Gemini and so are you and he was like I do have two full personalities and he goes you my friend have at least six and I was like I know and then we laughed and then he said no but um I didn't feel disheartened just because they had given me so much feedback and he and Katie you miss they did, they cut it out but they were in like a full-on you know dramatic fight and she he was she was just like she's never gonna have to change she's a star and I'm just crying like on the floor <laughs> and it was it was super funny um and totally surreal totally surreal um so I definitely came out sprinting with for the show um anyway that's my answer <laughs> So your kind of trajectory of maybe your start was unique and then you had a, I thought, incredible Hollywood week. You had some really great performances and then whatever happened happened with Hawaii. Would you consider going back next season and trying to kind of do what Lane did and, you know, have a year to perform in concerts and gigs and refine your skills even more and then go back and make the push to win it? Um, absolutely. I think, I mean, the second that they told me I wasn't going through, I just, like, they're all so sweet. They tell you you're not going through, and then they come up, and they really do hug you and and talk to you for a second, you know, a little bit. And Lionel took me by the shoulders, and he was like, come back. Come back. Sing serious stuff. Come back. And right then and there, I was like, I need to come back, and I need to, what I, I think what really got me in the end was... You know, mind you, it's a show. So what they want is what they want. Um, and there's only so much you can control. But I think I worried too much about what should I sing? What should I show to the world? instead, And what sides should I show? Instead of just being like, these are the songs I love to sing. And this is what my heart tells me. And, what's, and that is what I should choose. And I didn't do that wisely enough my first go at it. And... I do think song choice killed me in the end. Excuse the language. Um, that's so more like morbid, but that's how I feel. I was, you know, cut, killed off the show. Um, but yeah, I would, what's really cool is now I have this audience of people on my Instagram and on my YouTube and stuff and they comment and I can put up singing videos and like, I, it helps my confidence, but it also their reactions to the songs 
helps me be like, okay, this is a good, like, they'll literally say, you need to sing this on the show. Like, go back next season and sing this on the show. And so it's really a cool way to kind of curate a list of songs that I'd really like to bring to the table next season. So, yeah, Lane is super inspiring. I mean, it was so sweet. Like, he's worked really hard the past two years to do this. And I, I'm i a hard worker. I'm not. The no it was just a yes. You know, it, that opened so many doors. Um, you know, I'm so that was a total win for me in my in my heart. Like. I'm so thankful. Now, you just came out with a recent recording of Never Enough, the song you did for Hollywood Week, and you did um, a studio version, I believe, is what it's yeah, called. Yeah, I did. I'm not good with music lingo. But it is incredible. <laughs> it is... Thank you. Any of the performances in American Idol, and this is not a shot, I think having that time to full out listen to your whole song, you could win that show with glory and become a superstar and I don't even think you necessarily need to go back but I want you to go back for my own enjoyment but um is there any part of you that thinks you know you could follow the social media path and become a superstar that way because you have a large following and one of the largest of anyone on the show and you already I believe did a concert recently and you could easily make a name for yourself that way so I guess my question yeah. for you is, do you Go want ahead. to consider becoming like a social media type music star? Oh, that's as opposed to, uh, let me just counter your question. As, like as opposed to another type of star, or do you mean just like use social media as the platform as opposed to the show? Yes. Or, that. yeah. Um, to be honest, I, I mean, social media has been really amazing and helpful and lucrative and I totally engage because I think it's such an important tool, but I truly, a couple things. One, I can't, like, I don't think something like a show like American Idol can be paralleled with its exposure and the skills you learn. Like, I want to be in a room of, of 200 singers who are better than me. That's what American Idol was. Like, I when I started Hollywood Week, there was 200 people there and 195 or whatever singing on that stage a cappella, and I literally wanted to go home. I was like, this is, they're too good for me here. And because I had gone to music school and I had never seen talent like that. And so I want to be challenged. Um, but also, I don't think you can get a platform like the show. And also a third thing for me is like, I love every aspect of it. Like some of the contestants you find, they don't like the interviews. They don't like the TV portion. They're just musicians, right? I love it. Like I think synergistically, it's all of the things that I love to do. And so the adrenaline rush I love, the like going on stage and you're like, am I ready? I love it, even though it makes me crazy. And then I love the TV portion and I love the singing portions. And like, you get to play with an amazing band. You get to, it's so, I w- it's unparalleled to me. So, um, of course, but regardless, if I can't get, you know, recast and don't get to try again, I'm going to, yes, my answer is I'm going to try to use the social media platform and go with it. Like I'm releasing a song on Friday and I don't have American Idol behind it. You know, I just have my following and so hope that people like it and stream it and share it. Well, I do not doubt that that will be a success. And I have a, you know, non-music question for you. Yeah. How do you have so much energy all the time? <laughs> Are you, like, always drinking coffee? And I I have to know, why do you have so much energy all the time? 
Okay. Well, my answer is one, I just literally sipped my cold brew. So I do drink coffee every day. <laughs> and I know it's caffeinated, but here's the deal is one, people don't see when I turn off. Like I do at some point in the day get my sleep and I just turn off. However, on top of it, I like truly, truly love, someone asked me this recently too, I truly love the camera and to be in front of the camera. And so the second a camera is on me, I am heightened. Like it's what I am naturally, but times, you know, a couple more, like turn up a couple more, not just because I'm so excited to be on a camera. And I, that's what, I mean, you saw it in my edition. That was literally the first time I'd been on TV. So, of course, I'm so excited beyond belief. Um, so, I think it's just, I'm I'm a special breed of, yeah, I do a lot of energy and always have. But when I'm in front of a camera or doing something performance, like, I'm another beast. I just am born for it. Like, I love to be in front of the, the camera. Like, <laughs> I just love it. That's it's just what happens to me. I don't shut off. I just turn into this monster in a good way. I mean, I think it's a good way. I think you have yeah. the makings of like a natural superstar because you have the voice and the talent, but you also have the persona that like shines through and makes you very likable and people gravitate towards you and want to vote for you and want to root for you. And I think that's a big kind of plus in your corner and thank you whether it's just a persona or whether you genuinely do as you say have that much energy it shines through even in the interview like this like you can tell you're easily the most energetic guest I've ever had oh thank you yeah I've been pacing the whole time I'm standing (laughs) up drinking my drink um I will say just to give myself like if I needed to you know cite my sources um what's interesting is like you know people talk when you go on tv people you hear the gossip right and um not people from the show just people from your community and a lot of people that didn't know me were like she's not like that like that's not her personality but what was really cool was to hear people from my childhood and my best friends and like my teachers from middle school and high school because you you reconnect with them on facebook and stuff Mm -hmm. and um they it the feedback was overwhelmingly just like, we're so proud of you for just being yourself. It's really cool to see that and like no pretenses. So it really, that felt so good. Um, and that people, not only one that people were kind of, um, being like, that's awesome, but also that people liked who I was just for real. Like I wasn't trying to be somebody. I told myself, I was like, just be your freaking self. And that is the only way that this will pan out well for you. And I did. And I got this really amazing response, you know, besides some of the haters online, but we don't, we don't worry about them. (laughs) The haters all shut up when you start or show up when you start having success because they kind of have to like, I guess, try to knock you back down to size. I don't get the point of it. Even like I was looking at comments when they were in the final three and just everybody had such a like close opinion about each contestant and they were like arguing, but whatever happens, happens. And it's it's everybody who, even the top 200 on that show are are all talented. That's why they get there. And 90% of them are more talented than all the haters online. So the haters don't really have a platform. Oh, I would say like probably a hundred percent of them are more talented. The, the people that are hating, I'm I'm not going to get into it. But it's like, you know, get a go pursue your own passion, and then get on that stage, and then try to hate because that is a takes a lot of courage. And when you're put in the spotlight like that, you know, it's 
it's you're not gonna you're not gonna hate on somebody else because you realize like you put you're kind of naked out there sometimes and sometimes you're doing a job like I saw when I came back for the finale which was such a nice thing that they offered me like what a cool way to wrap up the season and bring me back and you know of course they wanted me to do the box and the funny purrs and stuff and like every time we rehearsed it was like more box more purr because that's sort of what made me this viral sensation thing and as opposed to just singing the song with him which was a funny song for me to be a part of anyway but I saw like when it went online. People just, I saw so much hatred and I, I just stopped reading it right away. But I'm like, listen, sometimes it's your job. Sometimes that is what, like that, it was different. Me coming back for the finale was different than me choosing my performance songs and all that stuff. Like I was brought back as a job to come there and do those things. And then they're hating on it. And I'm like, this is, you know, this is part of the entertainment business. You say yes to every freaking thing. And of course, I'm like so excited to be there. That was the, what an honor. But, you know, anyway, that was my rant. My <laughs> second, third, fourth rant. <laughs> it's all good. So one other question for you, or I have a, like two more other than this. Okay. But um, I want to know, what is your relationship with uh, Maddie Poppy? You guys have a very <laughs> unique friendship through social media and everything. It shines through. So I wanted to know a little bit about that. Um, I love her. That is all I have to say. No. Um, so what was sort of not aired, but semi was aired on social media. So the day, which also is a important reason why I was so crazy in this, you know, viral audition was because earlier in the day, um, they had Maddie dressed as, you know, Lady Mapo. Did you see that? Yes, I saw that. Okay. As this gothic person. Mm -hmm. And so part of the gig you know, when you show up for your audition, you wait around for hours. And what they do is they film B-roll. Do you know what B-roll is? Not really. Okay, B-roll is like, um, like not the main story. It's like side conversations that they might use to fill like a little transition moment or something. Does that make sense? Yes. Just like B-roll might be like the cameraman goes around and like films the scenery or like the people chatting, like that sort of B-roll situation. So they'll have you do B-roll conversations that might not ever get aired, probably won't, but you talk to other contestants and it just fills space if they need it, which they probably never do. But so anyway, I, because I came in obviously really energetic from the start at like seven in the morning, I'm like bouncing around. Um, somebody they started putting me into a lot of conversations with people I had never met that were other contestants you know or hopeful contestants and I was kind of getting tired because I was like I'm about to have the most important comp like singing audition of my life blah blah and you're making me talk all day and I was like freaking out and then finally the guy was like hey do you want to talk to this another girl or another contestant and I was like I looked at him in the face and was like I said yes but I was telling him no and I was eating a Dorito I was like please no I'm done here and he was like okay I'll come back for you and thankfully he did because I I was literally wished I was trying to get him to ask somebody else turns out I have to talk to this goth girl and I'm like I look at him I'm like am I is this an actor like what's the point you know and he's like no she's this is a contestant so we sit down and I talk to this girl for maybe 10 minutes and they're trying to mind you the production team is trying to get me to burp in her face because 
I had been burping all day because I was nervous. But of course, when I'm talking to someone like regular, like I haven't burped once talking to you because I'm comfortable, right? And so they're trying to get me to burp in her face. Mind you, I have no idea who this is. She's just shitting on the entire show. My Excuse my language. But she's just like trying to cause drama. It's super funny. She's like, ugh, that Maddie Poppy girl was so vanilla blah blah and luckily i was actually a fan of fatty poppies and i loved her music it was out at that point and i still love her music so i wholeheartedly was honest and i was defending this girl the previous champion of the show to this random gothic human and goth girl and I'm just like, I loved it. I loved her, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, oh, her and this Caleb, whatever. She got the name wrong and all this stuff. We had this long conversation and she's just trying to wreak havoc. And I'm like totally defending Maddie. And then anyway, we go on and she does her audition. And it was funny to me. I kind of enjoyed it. And I liked this girl, even though she was totally like, I hate people, blah, blah. And um, later in the day, they have me running. Mind you, it's a bunch of B-roll. So I'm, and because I'm entertaining, they're using me a lot. So I'm in Hollywood running up and down these like public places. People are filming me. I'm doing this B-roll. I'm sweating. I'm so thirsty. And then all of a sudden the production team is like, we need Margie. And I'm like, oh my gosh, my audition is here. Like I had to pee and I had, was so thirsty. And I was like, I need to go to the bathroom. And they were like, you can, you don't have time to go to the bathroom. And I was like, are we serious? This is so unfair. And I'm like, I'm going to pee on the floor of this audition room. And they wouldn't let me pee. So I'm standing there and I'm like, please, someone at least get me water. Because I, I have to sing, right? My tongue is so parched. And I'm waiting there. And then all of a sudden I see this goth girl come walking out of the audition room sort of like I was waiting to get mic'd and she was leaving she had just sung and her wig is off and in that exact moment I know that it's Maddie Poppy and Caleb her boyfriend is right behind her and I just start sobbing I haven't even sung for the judges yet and I'm on the floor I'm like and then the entire crew of American Idol was behind me and they all come out and they're the cameras in my face and they're like laughing they punked me and I'm just on the freaking floor la like crying I'm like this is too surreal and she comes out and she hugs me and so from that moment on she was super nice to me and we talked for a little bit and I was like you're so inspiring to me and so she followed me on Instagram and then we just sort of like had this online friendship and she would always check in and she was like how'd you do this round or whatever um she was just so so nice and then we just somehow formed this friendship online um I don't know sometimes you just know you just like vibrate at the same frequency as somebody and you're like we're gonna be friends and then we like recently got dinner a couple days ago because she was out in LA so we totally became friends and she's the best and so is Caleb they're so nice so one of my uh, final questions for you is what is the ultimate goal of all of this? And I know it's a very big question, but like, what is the oh. legacy you want to leave? Oh, you know, this, this is a hard question for me. You're going to, this is where you shut me up. I'm like, uh, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, it, it does change with time. Like for so many years, I was just like, I need to be a singer. I need to be like, I need to do this. When I was little, that is the ultimate dream that if that came true, I would just, you know, like melt. Um, but as I've gotten older, I, I watch myself push the dream back and just be like, you know, you're going to get married and there's going to be so many wonderful things. And 
blah blah and at some point I was like dang even this first run at the show I could die and be happy I'm so proud of myself and it was such a dream come true what other goals do I need to check off I did the big one and so um but as I as I get exposed to more of the entertainment industry there's so many things I want to try like I was at the finale for Idol, and they had me do host one of their lives. And I was like, I love to host these shows. There's so many things kind of TV-wise beyond music that I want to put my toes in. Um, and I do have the energy for it, and I just want to be busier. Like, if I could be busy and working all the time for the next 30, 40, whatever, 50, however many years I'll be alive, I would love that. To me, it's just I want to work, and I want to work in the entertainment industry and the whatever I'm doing. If I'm on stage, I'm in front of the camera, I'm on a microphone, I'm happy. So that's vague for you, but it is true. I'm, I'm, I'm malleable. I just want to work. I do. And I'm hardworking and I've got the energy and I hope I've got the skills, um, to do it. That's my answer for you. If I can win American Idol, that would be sick. And we are going to try again next year, but, um, I just want to work in this field because that is a dream. that is such a feat on its own i mean seriously to quit your to be able to do something enough and quit your day job i would be thrilled um that's my answer for you dylan that was a awesome answer i think <laughs> um easily one of the best answers to that i've ever heard um, thank you one of my i think this is my last question was the quote i don't know if you even really, if it had that much of an impact on you. Your one quote in Hollywood Week, it was like, um, this was a dream that's too big to say out loud. That uh-huh. was like, immediately when I was like, oh my God, I need to interview her. Because that was Aww. like, I immediately related to that. That was such an awesome like quote. And yeah. I think that's why you're such a star, because you're so relatable with stuff like that, too. Thank you. I mean, I get chills like, I can't watch that scene, that, like, day of my solo round without crying every single time. Like, and not because, oh, my God, I did so well. Because I get, I'm brought right back into that moment. And this is before I got any praise, you know? Like, I didn't go on stage at American Idol and get wooed and, hot, like, yayed. Like, I was, like, the girl that went up there and everyone was kind of quiet. Like, I don't do the special things that all the other singers go, yeah, that was awesome, because that happens, and it's very intimidating, and so um, this was before any praise, and I was just totally scared and vulnerable, and I, yeah, that, I mean, that still is true to this day, like, I... The best thing I got out of somebody asked me at my at like a Q and A in my concert a couple weeks ago, like how has this fame changed you? And I had to go first on this panel, and I changed the question. I was like, "It is not fame. This is about confidence for me. This has been like a total transformation." I, you know. I was definitely too afraid to verbalize things I wanted because it's embarrassing sometimes to be like, I'm, I'm worthy of this. I want to be on stage. I want people to look at me. It's not really about that. It's just, I, I'm kind of wired and I love that stuff, but I don't know. It's something this, that kind of dream I feel like is so wrapped. There's just so many, how do I word like I don't know if it's ego or whatever it is, but I just felt like it was wrong to want that stuff. And American Idol was the first place that I was 
not questioned when I wanted those things. I was put in a room with people. Thank the Lord that somebody contacted me. You know, that changed my life because I was put in a space where people didn't ask me, why do I want this? They just let me be and they let me fight for it. And that was amazing because also to have an account, like a little accolade like this, people stop questioning it. They're like, you're doing good. Keep going, you know, and that changed my life that right there. So that, that sentence really encapsulates just so much. And I'm thankful they put, I'm so thankful that I got this documentary of my life on that show, you know, cause you don't get the extra footage and they just gave me such a beautiful journal, um, to have forever those scenes. And so that's the honest, true Margie's heart right there, that scene. So I'm really thankful that you, it resonated with people and you, you know? Yeah, that kind of, like, ideal of, like, you don't want to say it because you don't want to feel like you have, like, a big ego or you don't want to feel like you're, like, you think you're better than everyone else because I feel like that's how I feel like with, like, even doing this podcast. Like, I'm I'm young. You don't see a lot of kids, like, my age doing, like, something like this or... Yeah. And kind of that ideal of, like, the it's too big to say it because, like, if my teacher asks, oh, what do you want to do? Oh, I want to host a TV show one day. Oh, yeah, you're definitely going to do that is kind of, like, their reaction. So I don't want to say exactly. it because you don't want to get knocked it, down in size almost. You know what? And I and I heard this from somebody once, and I love it. It's, like, anybody who knocks you on your dream, you know what you should say? It's, like, what dream did you not pursue? Because I'm doing – you know what I mean? Like, anyone who's kind of mm-hmm. sitting there being, like, good luck – is just they're too afraid of their own whatever they've got in there or they haven't accessed it yet but i seriously give props to everyone who just goes for it and is able to verbalize it and that's something i still work on is to be able to say out loud what i want to do and that's not shameful and so you know that's a huge reason why i never auditioned before because um and a huge reason why i was so emotional on my journey was because this was the first time ever that I was totally honest um, to my heart. And that has changed my whole life. And I'm so thankful and happy. Um, Yeah. So American Idol, like while I was totally crazy and goofy, I also like was going through a transformation and it's the best one so far that I've experienced in my life. (laughs) So I want to give you the opportunity before we close off the show to kind of plug your social medias, your music, anything coming up and kind of promote that to the audience. So go for cool. it. Cool. <laughs> okay. Um, every handle on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook is Margie Mays Music. You can find me all over the place. I'm always active on it and I have a song coming out called Over Again on Friday, May 31st. This Friday, it's coming out and you better stream it and also stream my Never Enough cover and I've got a bunch more stuff coming out. So check me out, follow me, connect. I love you all. Whoop, whoop. Well, Margie, I cannot wait to see what is next for you, and I cannot thank you enough for coming on and doing this. It's been so much fun, and I hope everyone listening to this enjoys it and goes and does everything Margie just said and tunes in for her brand new song on Friday, and I want to thank you again for coming on the show. Dylan, so good to talk to you and meet you virtually, and you're awesome and proud of what you're doing, and this has been a blast. (laughs) Talk to you soon.
once again, I want to thank Margie for taking the time to come on Ambitious. It was so much fun and an incredible interview to do, and I can't thank her enough again for coming on. Remember, you can look at any of her social medias at Margie, Mu at Margie Mays Music, and she has a new song coming out Friday, May 31st, that everyone should go listen to. Thank you guys again for tuning into this episode of Ambitious, and I'll be back next week with a brand new episode.